All right, I'm gonna start turn off this game. I'll figure it out later. Okay. No distraction. Full focus. Full focus. All right. Three, two, one. Hey sports nerds, welcome to a Nerdy Bunch review of Ted Lasso Season 3, Episode 6. My name's English Dave, and helping me figure out what to do in Amsterdam is my co-host, Tim Sportsman. What's up, Tim? What's up, Dave? How have you been, Tim? How you doing, man? I'm good, I'm good. Um, Tim's been, look, Tim, I love the background. Yeah, man, dude, I'm hyped. Game 3, <laughs> for the Warriors. Ooh. You guys want to learn a little bit more about that me and my boy scotty have been talking about that the oh. whole first round not just the warriors kings but the rest of the teams as well that's a little shameless plug for all you uh sports fans out there check it out nerdy sports has returned with uh some comments on the uh nba current nba playoffs so check it out it's pretty good uh but we are here to talk about another sport football yeah. greatest sport in the world many would argue oh. Well, <laughs> uh, Ted Lasso, Tim. What do you, overall? Before we go into specifics and details, this episode. This was a great episode, long episode. What do yeah, you think? That was my first thought. <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I was like, oh, much more. Fifty-seven more minutes. I'm like, whoa, it was over an hour here. Right? It's like a movie. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Dave, I'll be ready by ten. I think. Yeah, we're, we're gonna have to delay this a little bit. Cut into my Warriors watching. All right. All good. All, All right. good. This episode uh, begins just kind of like how this episode was different and long, uh, longer. They were also in a different game. They were playing an uh, exhibition game. I mean, sorry, friendly game <laughs> in, in Amsterdam. What I love is this show, you know, Ted continuously, well, season three, but he's still learning new things about the sport. You know, <laughs> it shows you how vast and like and, and big and complicated the sport can be. He's like, damn, this sport, I hate it. Like he's starting to feel like the, the specifics and details and things like that. But Tim, they continue their losing streak. The team doesn't know what to do. As, the, as If you were the make-believe coach of this team, what are you feeling right now for, for the team? They, they can't even do well. Coach. I mean, I thought it was a perfect call for Ted to be like, no curfew, boys. We're meeting here at 10 a.m. Mm -hmm. You guys do whatever you want to do. Whether, spoiler alert, the team really doesn't do much. They just have a little pillow fight in the ballroom. Fun fact. I'm not sure exactly what episode it is, but I think it's early episode in season one. Uh, I'll send you the video afterwards, Tim. Um, there's a clip of when Ted's saying to the team, what do you want to do? Do you want to go out or do you want to have a pillow fight? And they all laugh at him for the pillow fight. And he's like, well, I'm telling you, one pillow fight and you guys will love it. <laughs> so it's a great callback to season really one. Love I, I, love when, I love when shows do that. But let's talk about the team themselves, right, in terms of everybody trying to think, figure out, what do we do today? The coach has given us free freedom to do whatever yeah. we want. And it's always the case, right? And what I liked about that is it's almost kind of like the team going through their – journey of fig remembering how to be a team again right mm -hmm. it's like can we just figure out what to where to go uh to go out and go for food and by the end of it you know they have this grand pillow fight together that kind of they don't go anywhere but they connect right as, as, mm -hmm. as a team in that sense right what did you think of that journey and uh danny wanted to go see t a tulip 
yeah, well, who knows? Who knows who it was, right? Who knows who uh, wrote the tool? It's like, well, 50% of people want to... 50% of people want to get see like Martin Garrix, I think, some DJ. And he, of course, wants to see a tool, just one, because no. the whole field would be overwhelming. Oof. It's, it's perfect for Danny Rojas, right? But I'm glad. Now that Zava's not here, they still lose 5-0 to Ajax. They're in Amsterdam. They're going to have a good old fun time. We're going to go to the red light district with Will and Higgins. <laughs> no, nah, we're just going to stay back. <laughs> Even though I, I love the comment with the, like, the waitresses when they're like, hey, it's like, wh- what would you propose us to do? And they're like, well, would you rather watch two people have sex who are absolutely exhausted <laughs> or would you rather go to a club and maybe have sex of your own you know have a little fun night i i love i love the the continuous running joke of like what do they what do they call you they call me van damme yes yes <laughs> i love that he's still going by van damme but hey yeah and, and she was like nah uh, nah don't do that and at the end of it he's like but imagine the sex party though right and everyone's just like dude we like yeah you still did that the end when they're in the bus like oh what, what would the sex party be like Apparently great. But, but yeah just like you're saying this is exactly what they needed though mm-hmm. and ted locked it and beard knew this would be good for ted and yes I, think, I love that you said that yeah even better it for you that was exactly what he needed mm-hmm. um before we go to ted though i want to stick to the te- yeah. the teammates you know uh yeah. there's two the two teammates who don't partake in the events? We'll go to the first teammate, who's like makes an excuse. He you know he doesn't want to stay, and that's uh, Colin. Uh, we get we get a lot more uh, on Colin's narrative. We've been speculating about this for a while now in terms of how will it happen? You know what will happen? Will 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 Trent tell anybody, or how will Trent react to it? And we got uh, you know what you and I kind of proposed last week that we th- we came to the conclusion that you know what? no we like Trent. He's a good person. He's not going to do anything bad. And we started talking about, well, maybe Trent is gay. And we got this confirmation of it today. Uh, but what I liked about this, this narrative, it wasn't necessarily Colin trying to hide himself from everybody. Colin has this conversation with Trent saying that, you know, he has his work life and he has his personal life. And he feels he has to keep these two separate because not necessarily that he's trying to hide the fact that he's gay. It's just that this kind of world that he's in, he doesn't want to be like a, a, a spokesperson. He doesn't want that extra attention. You know, even when he's at the bar, he's like, do you know who I am? He doesn't want people to, he just wants to be, like he says, he just wants to be to, to kiss his fella the same way uh, uh, the other guys get to kiss their girls after a win and not yep. make a big deal about this, you know? So what do you think of how kind of Trent approached this whole narrative and, 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 and Colin kind of re- reciprocating to the conversation together? Well, as we spoke about a few other podcasts ago, I felt Trent was too nice of a guy and too open-minded to create some drama with this. And it it makes total sense to be this, you know, you're in this macho, masculine profession where the guys, of course, they're literally negotiating, like, are we going to, like, go to the sex shop or whatever? And, like, of course, it may feel uncomfortable. You're not around those guys. Or you're not, like, relating to those guys in that way. Like, mm-hmm. you know, they're all, yeah, let's see some tits and ass and all that kind of stuff, you know? So from a Colin perspective, he doesn't want to be a spokesman. He just wants freedom. He just wants to be able to be himself and be comfortable in his own skin and for everybody to accept him. And I think he's probably overthinking it. I'm sure the rest of his team, and I'm sure he'll get there. 
maybe next episode. But I think the rest of his team will just be super open-minded about it. Be like, yeah, of course. Maybe maybe they already knew, right? And, you know, that's what happens with everything in life. Um, me personally, um, you know, I can't fully relate to it, of course. But growing up in high school, one of my best friends um, is gay. And uh, it was always like, I don't know, it was a very difficult conversation, right? Um, but when he came out, like, everybody was like, yeah, like, we already we already knew it, you know, it wasn't really a big surprise. And like, even we go to college and, you know, there's, there's a few guys that are gay, you know, maybe more people we didn't even know because mm-hmm. they didn't want to like open up and be honest about it. But when you're just like sports figure, when you're out there and everybody knows your name, even if you're like this bench player, you're still like a notable piece of the puzzle of this club. Um, you, you don't want extra attention or he probably just doesn't want like the attention to be about that. Yeah, exactly, exactly. The attention to be about being a good footballer, you know, being a good teammate. I don't want to be the gay footballer. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um, But I'm really proud of Trent and how that came out. I think he's so he's so ingrained into this football club now. It's really fun to see that. Mm-hmm. I, I'm I am happy they didn't, they didn't continue the narrative of Trent being some kind of antagonist. You know, I feel like for whatever wrongs he did before, he's making up for it in this way. But what I liked about that conversation with Trent, it wasn't about Trent giving him advice. It was just about Trent being like, I'm here with you. Yeah. You know, I see you and I'm here with you. Trent even talks to him about like, it was tough for me. I can't imagine how tough it is for you. He sees that difference. Like you say, he, this is a, a football player in this world where, where it's very macho, even in our real world, it's v- very few uh, 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 sports players, football players have come out as gay in, his, in history. It's very few. In fact, sports is one of those last vestiges of, 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 of the social uh, 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 places uh, where it, it doesn't seem as accepting yet openly, you know? Yeah, and and, and, and 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 I I like that it's more about that than Colin being like oh I'm scared to tell anyone that I'm gay. It's just he's just like you said like we said he, it's just he doesn't he just wants to be a part of his life not his life. He talks about his two halves of his life. He's living this double life. He just wants to be a whole as opposed to living two lives. Um, <laughs> I wonder what a uh, uh, what was that 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 drink uh, that he wanted to get and he gets at the end. The vanilla, vanilla, vanilla vodka. Let me just get a beer. And then the whole scene where he like wanted to leave, he's like, "Oh, this must be a, you know, this is the spot." Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I already knew. It's okay. Yeah. Like, I came here to support you. I didn't come here to out you, catch you. He's like, "How did you know?" It's like, well, you know, he he had a cool little line about like being this. nice little reporter you know <laughs> like, like, evidence. He's like nah, i just i saw you kissing a guy like, yeah stands restaurant and it's it's also in terms of just from a writing standpoint it's a brilliant way to remind the audience of how much time has passed because for us it was like three weeks ago a couple of you know not many episodes but yeah. he said i saw you a couple of months ago yeah so he's and it shows that he's been holding on to, to this for months and it shows his character i didn't tell anybody i've known for a long time and I made sure I'm not telling anyone. I'm not here to 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 berate you or anything. I'm just here to support you. Um, another team member that didn't go, but this wasn't by choice. It's because Roy's like, "Oi, no coffee for you." Yeah. <laughs> it was Jamie? No days off. No days off. <laughs> However, Roy comes to regret that decision. Of <laughs> he didn't expect. I don't know. Maybe they'll regret it. No, I'm just talking about like initially, right? Because he didn't expect Jamie I, I... to be so into it and have yeah. this historical 
like knowledge of Amsterdam. Yeah. <laughs> what so do you, you think of? You don't know Amsterdam. You've never been to Amsterdam. <laughs> like, Tell, on, this bridge was in all these movies, and he knows all these things about it. Yeah. <laughs> they I put a... my virginity here to hook her. <laughs> it's like that must be traumatizing. Oh, for her? No, yeah. she enjoyed yeah, it. She enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> like no, for you. Oh, never really think about it. <laughs> And I liked I I liked that because it also went to places that you don't expect. Like Roy can't ride a bike, but I love his reasoning because he's granddad. What do you think of that? That was the best. I was dying. So that's exactly what I did. <laughs> you know, like, and that's what this show gives me. Like, mm-hmm. my day was fine. It was up and down. You know, I needed a nice lift. I was like, I don't, I don't really feel like watching it tonight. But I'm like, no, I, this is exactly what I need. And once that mm-hmm. scene came, it's so funny. Like, all right. They kind of, he learns a little too quick, you know, but then he mm-hmm. crashes at the end. So Yes, nice. I love that, which is good. Yeah. <laughs> but there's the whole struggling and like he's shaking, <laughs> stabilizing it. But just for like a grown man, especially Roy Kent of all people, this macho, like, rugged, <laughs> like, I give no fucks guy, like, can't ride a bike. <laughs> and, and the guy who lent them the bikes or you know rented the bike to them just like laughs with Jamie. like this guy can't ride a bike but he admits to himself in the best Roy Kent fashion mm-hmm. that he's like you know what I think it would be better for me my granddad would want me to learn how to ride a bike I shouldn't be afraid of it I should go you know conquer my fears and make it happen and for Jamie and Roy to bond and uh, for Jamie to finally teach Roy something while Roy's been training him and uh, you know, Jamie's all for it. Like he was doing cartwheels over the bridge. So <laughs> He's excited. Fun. Let's go yeah. find a fucking windmill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, everything's fake. Windmills are fake. <laughs> it was fake. so Amsterdam. It was Love the red it. light district, the bikes, even right. like not to jump fast, but whatever it is why what I do like for Rebecca to be in the bike lane and the guy to like salute her over and be like, hey, what were you trying to tell me? It's like, you're in the bike lane. And then she like, flips and falls and drops her phone. And that creates a whole, you know, tumble of, of let's, fun stuff. Let's actually go there. Because I was going to go there naturally, actually. This is also an interesting story in terms of Rebecca's continued journey. Um, what I liked is that the episode opens with the Bob Marley song, right? Yeah. And she's like, God, I hate this song. And then by the end of it, she's so the one. Right. It's so depressing. And, and I love that kind of like, and I think that's almost like a message for the episode. Yes. That don't worry. Sunflowers, baby. Like, like, like everything's going to be all right. Like it doesn't, like things are going, things must be tough. Things might be hard. You might be down and losing, but just hold on. You don't worry about it. You know, and, and she kind of goes through that journey. Other, others go through that journey too. I mean, Colin went through that journey too. Like, don't worry, things will be okay. And by the end of the episode, he feels better. You know, now you're getting the same thing. You had the same thing with, uh, with, with um, Roy by the end of the episode. You know, early on, he's just like, I think he comes, he's like, I think uh, Keely has a girlfriend. Realizing, even when Rebecca even says to him, he's like, oh, when she's, he's like, oh, who's she going with? And it's like, oh, someone that appreciates her more, something along those lines. It's like, oof. Oof. <laughs> it's just like ooh. and so with rebecca she goes through her journey and it's an interesting journey because it's like there's so many layers to it you're in a new country you know yeah. you're vulnerable and everything that you're a woman you know like it's not like you just this random guy you know so there's these layers of like slowly taking off the guards by design obviously because you should 
And but I, uh, what do you think of that whole story with the guy that we never know his name? Yeah, it was fantastic, and they learned the word. I, I still couldn't figure out what that word was, but <laughs> you know, she basically it, it was a good balance of her being uncomfortable, but like slowly letting it go. And he was just open minded, and he was like, "All right, you know what? I'll, I'll let you do what you think is comfortable." It's like I'll I'll give you a massage. I'll cook you dinner and breakfast. I'll leave you space if you need to. I'll wind and dine you. It was it was perfect. You know, like any drink and you know, give a massage since she falls asleep. It's like, do we do we do it? Do we do we have sex? Like you know. And I like that has that like post sex like just relaxation happiness. Just right, that right. everything's gonna be all right, just as you mentioned. Like just sing to song. Great. We went from depressing to this is like the greatest song ever and, and it's exactly what I needed. Even and, things uh, like sorry, even, even things like yeah. like even things like just not caring about her phone. You know, people are like, Oh my god, yes. my phone, my phone and just like uh eh, by the end of it, uh eh, whatever. Doesn't even rush yeah. to it because yeah. just have it's almost like having a moment of detox. You know, like, like even if they don't have sex or anything like that, it's just for her, it was just a detox. She, she carries so much pressure. She literally has strong ankles because she's always wearing heels. She always has to look a certain way. And this time she's wearing this sundress that we never see her wear dressed like that. You know, she's it's almost this freedom to kind of just before, you know, to kind of get all the negative energy out of her and meeting this guy for that moment. It wasn't a, 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 a physical hookup. It was more of an emotional, mental hookup together you know and i, and I kind of like that you know that's when he gives her the drink it's not drugged i promise <laughs> <laughs> i like the way you phrase it though the mental hookup yeah this is a detox a relaxation for her the fact that like she was almost gonna rush cleaning the clothes and the whole mm. process but then at the end after they're drinking there's these two shots of water and they both dump the shots in there it's like oh I guess I'm gonna be here a little while. Right. It was a great connection. And we'll laugh when she asks about, oh wait, did your former partner pass away? And he's like, unfortunately, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> well when she goes, um, um, I won't forget you and she's like, You might. People yeah. get Alzheimer's. Alzheimer's. <laughs> and I, I love that line. Yeah, no, I'm again I'm curious to see where Rebecca journey goes and it's almost like this this episode opens her to be more accepting of what's to come as opposed to like oh my god what's gonna happen ah rushing around trying to get and be like you know relax don't worry about a thing everything will be all right you know or even the fact that this seems like a perfect guy you know and even in his situation he had a girl that was unfaithful Mm -hmm, to him mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And the one dress mm. she chose mm. was the dress that she didn't want. And it was something he gave to her. Mm. And here's this random, beautiful woman. And he takes that as an opportunity and be, and be like, hey, I want to talk to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, I, That's a good good observation. I like that. I like that. I didn't catch on to that. But yeah, I agree. I think that's that's a, a, a great way to look at it from his point of view, you know, in terms yeah. of what he brought to the table. Um head and beard and we all know beard he had this sure. crazy he had a crazy night he speaks dutch but but because of, of beard ted has an interesting journey too you know mm-hmm. he he <laughs> takes he takes his shroom tea or so he thinks but sure. he realized that it wasn't actually there um and he goes kind of goes through his kind of transformation of realization 
comes up, you know, goes to the American bar <laughs> that didn't realize that Chicago is the Windy City, but whatever. <laughs> I love that. I, I love that aspect because well, you can see how fake from Australia. <laughs> yeah. you know, I have no idea. And I love Michael Jordan's on the TV. He's got this big plaque in the background. There's Chance the rapper. <laughs> the triangle offense. So, but that's how. And, so, and Ted still has this like. Uh, you know, hallucinization about triangles and passing, and and then he goes to the bus, and he shows Beard, and Beard's like, "Did you make all this up?" Like, did, did and then it's like, "No, it was actually made up in the seventies." <laughs> I, I want to ask you though, um, sure. you you're the one that kind of put me onto this. You've also mentioned that triangles have been consistent in the show. Mm-hmm. Right, the pyramids and triangles, things like that. Mm-hmm. So now we're going to the triangle strategy, you know, and this strategy of and 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 the metaphor for it as well is that he's saying how you know the team has been too rigid, too structured. He wants to give them a bit of freedom, kind of like in the beginning of the episode, gave them freedom to do whatever they want, and together they figured out a way to bond. And so the same way, this triangle strategy is supposed to kind of give them freedom, but cover each other's back. Right. Every time someone moves, moves. So what do you think of this triangle strategy and the potential for its use in the future for the team? It was perfect. That going back to the hallucination part, it was like Tex Winter, Bulls coach, Chicago Bulls, multiple championships, as we all know from the last dance. You know, the whole concept of that was positionless, motion, fluid, um, like you said, full support. It it's called total football. Sorry, Ted, you didn't invent it. It was in the 1970s. <laughs> but it's a Dutch thing. And the whole point of it is you are just moving. Nobody has, now that Zaba's gone, like it's perfect. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes this is such a sports thing. Sometimes, you know, like the Memphis Grizzlies, they lost John Morant. But without that one piece, without that focus, there's more fluid. You don't know who's going to score. You don't know who's going to have the ball. You just pass it to the opening, and if there's an opening, you fill the opening. They're going to, whether they are going to get, like, a new coach, you know, <laughs> whether, what's his name? Nate, of course. <laughs> Dude, what, an hour episode, and no Nate. So no, we see Nate. Nate. What? <laughs> we see Nate. <laughs> no, in, in Ted's hallucination, he sees Nate oh. as a waitress. <laughs> I didn't catch that. Oh yeah, God. when he's hallucinating, like, Nate is one of the waitresses, walks past him. <laughs> oh my god That's so I was I was uh mesmerized by the end when he's dealing with the ketchup bottles and the oh, mustard yeah. bottles and like doing this whole like motion offense here and yeah, then the, the waiter's like what is he doing more freedom. the team's gonna have more freedom they're gonna have beautiful spacing and they're not gonna overthink and that's no. the point mm-hmm. like they're not gonna be sitting there figuring out oh how can we get it to Zaba you know Maybe Jamie's going to get a lot of passes. Maybe he's going to get a lot of shots. It doesn't matter. I mean, he's Whoever training. Scores. We just need to win. He's definitely training. Isaac's, Isaac's a good captain, though. He's mm-hmm. wild. Mm-hmm. That's a wild man. But uh... <laughs> No. No. Hey, he's, 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 he's adamant about the team making the decision unanimously. You know, everyone's like got, unless, we, unless we start again, we're not going anywhere until we all agree, yeah. which I do like. Do they even eat? I don't know. Do, do they, they even eat, eat anything? <laughs> We should That's eat Dutch food. When you overthink things and you debate things, you end up being, you know, analysis by paralysis. Right. Exactly. You know? Exactly. And that's the whole point of this. From a sports perspective, I think they're going to do so much better without Zaba. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a fun team. Yep. It's like the Nets. 
They didn't want to know, but anyway, long story short. And one, one of the sm- the smaller stories, which is still funny though, was the Higgins and Will narrative. Yeah, <laughs> where Higgins telling everyone, "Yeah, we're going to the red light district where Will is going to become a man," <laughs> and everyone's thinking he's going to go to some sex thing, not realizing he's actually uh, 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 reminding us that he's a fan of jazz, which has been a consistent in the show. Uh, we've seen him play the bass before, so that's why when he gets to play the bass later, it made sense. It didn't feel out of place, and 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 I love that. Um, <laughs> but I, I love what I love that we're finally getting a little bit with Will. You know, Will's always been kind of like background, but we, we don't really get more with him. We don't get too much, but we get at least he gets more uh, screen time, and he ends up having a threesome by the end of it, even though we don't see it. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, he says it. he said I was offered it. He doesn't say yeah. he didn't. He said no. He seemed interested in the he lady at least exactly i thought the fun part of that whole higgins situation was when he goes on stage and they play the songs called let's lost and i felt like that was such a synopsis of ah, nice. everybody kind of gets lost and they have mm-hmm. this freedom and it's a very joyful it reminded me of that hallucinization um episode the one i kind of didn't like that you love oh oh with the, uh, the, like post beard after hours yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and that like ogre like hunting him down and uh it, it just had this like freedom where mm-hmm. you know nothing specifically changed but everybody explored themselves and figured mm-hmm. out like more about themselves mm-hmm. even higgins like just had a nice fun time at prince hendrix the little jazz club but that's his that's his sanctuary. That's where he goes to have fun. And he and, and not just that, but also helping Will find an appreciation for jazz, right? When he's trying to tell Will's like, no, 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 no. And just super into it instantly. You know, it's just so like that must have made Higgins feel better by the end of it. Um, couple of moments aside, we don't get much Keely, but she went away to Norway with Jack to see mm-hmm. the Northern Lights. Uh, it might not be just a little fling thing here. Interesting. Well, they're a good fit. As we yeah. said last episode, I love them yeah. again. Yeah, so we'll but see where that. Roy, seeing his like disgust. <laughs> That's why he takes out everything on Jamie. But he opens up and he shares about it. It's perfect. Like he's like, yeah, sorry, Jamie. Like I just take out my frustrations on. I love that he admits to himself. I, yeah. I kind of like that. <laughs> this is a pretend game. You're a pretend person. It's a pretend job. <laughs> Yeah. I love that. And then the guy's trying to take a selfie with him. He just walks off. <laughs> and then he sees the Zaba poster. He's just punching it. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> like Nate with that belief sign. Oh, my goodness. Now, I think this is a great episode. Um, I was finding it funny. Did Ted ever get a burger? He just got fries. He got freedom. a pyramid of onion rings and french fries. <laughs> like what? And the second that barbecue sauce hit his lips, he just got lost in the space. Completely. Completely. Even though he was not high. So I got a question for you. Speaking of that, uh, it was Anthony Bryant's barbecue sauce. What specific, like, why was that so special? Do you know? Well, I, I don't think it was the sauce that special. I think because by the end of it, I think the the point is that Ted kind of allowed himself just to be himself, but he thought he was getting high from because he drinks the tea. Yeah, so I yeah, think he, but I think that was supposed to be the moment of, oh my god, he's super high right now. So because he, he can taste everything, it's, everything's more uh, uh, pronounced, and he's having that kind of high moment, which started off with the Van Gogh painting, right? He's looking at the oh, paintings yeah, and, sure. and getting, right? <laughs> so he thinks he's tripping, and yeah. it's almost because he's never he's never gone high before, so he's just 
And this is this is the thing that happens to people, right? We tell yeah. them that they're drunk or they're high. They think they're high because their brain can kind of uh, work in, in interesting ways. And I think that's what it's trying to show. And then when when Beard is just like, yeah, no, it didn't work. It was a dud batch. <laughs> it didn't right. do anything. But he was specifically asking, why did you choose that one? You know? Yeah, and I, was yeah like, I was actually well, true. our best one. It's true. I was actually thinking that why that question myself. I didn't. I, I didn't. I didn't research it. We should do some research for next week, nerdies. Sure. If you know, if you know the answer to that question, find us on social media. Drop a comment at yeah. at the nerdy budge or the comment for this video. Let us know, and we'll come back to it next week because that's true. I do remember that when that was said, it kind of stuck out to me. I was like, why would you say that? Then I kind of forgot about it. I kind of moved on with that. Um, it was a yeah. episode. There was so much going on. <laughs> right. I just thought you may know, pick up something I missed. Yeah, but no, I, no, I didn't no. notice Nate. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, no. Maybe I was literally... thinking that. I'm like, oh, the Brian. Oh, what's going on? Oh, thinking about say... Chicago's Triangle offense. I'm like, oh, right. He's gonna write his place, and then he does, and so I missed the whole thing. But, but he was in the the museum with the Van Gogh and the the guy. You know, he's like, hey, we're about to close. But he has this whole speech with him. He said, like, never stop no matter how many times you fail. Mm -hmm. When you know you're doing what you're meant to do, you have to keep trying. Yep. That's what it's about. We're questioning this whole time. Is Ted going to go back to the United States? Is he going to really be invested with this team? Just keep trying. Mm -hmm. doesn't matter about the result. They're going to win eventually. I think so. You know, they're middle. I, 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 I mean, they'll definitely find success, whatever that looks like, right? I think they'll they'll find they'll find their success. Uh, and I like the Van Gogh metaphor because you know, real world Van Gogh. You know, he was we know that he was very depressed. You know, famously cut off his own ear and things like that. But like the 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 museum curator said, his work was still capturing beauty for someone who's going through so much depression and negativity. And Van Gogh wasn't. He was like poor and penniless in his life. His Paintings became big deal after the fact. But so for someone who's going through so much negativity and darkness to create such beauty, you know, and focus focus on that beauty. And I love that we talked about like he just never it, it showcases that no matter how bad things were, he never gave up. And you know, no matter how many failures you get, just keep going, keep going. And I love that. Um, anything else about this episode? No, I mean for me the the water shots were hilarious seeing Roy try to ride a bike and Jamie stabilizing was absolutely hilarious too. Um, the whole, like they were trying to figure figure out what restaurant to go to. Mm -hmm. Ted, of course, wants to go to this American restaurant and coach Beard's <laughs> like, how many stars? 2.7. It's like, I think we could do better. Do better than that. <laughs> um, what did you know? Do you think of this episode? What do you think of these characters journeys and where do you think they're going uh, next? Will the team win their next game? What's going to happen with Nate? What's going to happen with Keely? What's going to happen with all these characters? What's uh, Rebecca's future look like? She's had her future read to her. How much of it will come true and in what way? We shall hopefully be finding out the next few episodes. Find us on social media at The Nerdy Bunch. Thank you, Tim. Thank you, Dave. And don't forget, sports fans, check out uh, uh, Nerdy Sports, which is on the same uh, podcast network as this. And uh, Tim and Scott are currently talking about the NBA playoffs. So check that out. They've released two episodes, but I'm sure there'll be a lot more. So keep an eye on for those. My name's English Dave, and this has been a Nerdy Bunch presentation of Ted Lasso Season 3, Episode 6 Review. And as always, Tim, keep it nerdy. Peace.